With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Some banks make it complicated to redeem credit card rewards. Discover doesn't. Any amount of cash at any time. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Shady McCoy drafted out of pit second round to the Philadelphia Eagles. Their all-time leading rusher. And now, you know, it's interesting. It's an interesting organization. They've moved off coaches. They've had four coaches in 23 years. Three have been to a Super Bowl. They've moved off quarterbacks. Yeah. And I always feel like East Coast cities are more traditional. Yeah. West Coast, man, Vegas, we just blow buildings up. Right. Over. <laughs> and the East, the churches, the prep schools, the architectures, legendary, the, the, the Phillies. And yet here's the Eagles, a proud organization out East. And they're like, new coach, new court. They take huge swings on free agents. That's right. It's a really unique Northeast like, they have a great history, but right. did you feel it like when you were there, they just, they take, they, they almost are run like a West Coast team. Very free agent-y, very much about trying new stuff. Yeah, I think most of that is just because of, like, the community, the, 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 the fans. If you haven't played in Philadelphia or went to a game, you got to go. It's a different experience. So, I just think that part is big because they'll do whatever it takes to win. We got to pay how much to bring them here? Bring them on in. Right? We got to trade who? Trade them. Losing is, is, is you can't lose in Philadelphia. It's, right? it's a loud city. Do you ever, would you ever drive to work after a loss and turn on sports radio there? No, I didn't. But I knew it was on there. <laughs> and then, that, that's the only place where the fans would get at you. Like, hey, man, where was your mind at? Third quarter, you fun with that ball? <laughs> what were you thinking? And you only could, I appreciate that. Every yeah. player can't really. Um, they won't love Philadelphia. That's right. You got you to be tough it to be in that city. It eats people up. Yeah. I mean, like, like, not even jump to a different sport, but like Ben Simmons, right? Ate he, him up. Ate him up. He Carson was, Wentz. Carson Wentz. You got to be, you got to embrace the fans. Hey, good or bad. That's why people love Jalen Hurts because if he plays bad, he'll say it. I got to do better. Right? Had a bad game. I flushed that away. Go to the next. So that's the thing about Philadelphia. You got to really love it. And that's why I think they make the moves they make to try to win. No, I'm, I, think, I think there's a lot of urgency, and I appreciate that. So you had Andy Reid. I did. Uh, but it was a different Andy Reid. He wasn't calling plays back then. <sighs> Do you did. ever watch him now and think, what about the tricks? What, oh, she Man, 
when, when, do you remember the Wasp play at the Super Bowl? Or the Wasp play where uh, on the goal line, they did the little like the uh, Nick Foles thing. No, no, no. Andy Reid uh, with the Chiefs. It was oh the, the yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah. when I when I first get to the Chiefs, Andy Reid's calling plays. So he calls all the plays there. He calls it into um, Eric Bieniemy. Bieniemy sends it in the pack. Yeah. So when I got there, I was trying to learn the offense because a new offense. It was similar, but you know different things. Yeah. It's been over what what six some years. So he's up there early, drawing plays up, watching the old old football with the leather helmets, black and white TV. <laughs> That's Andy Reid. This is what he does. So I remember going to like, man, why you didn't call these plays when I was in Philadelphia? Um, we had a good time, but one thing about Coach Reid, oh, he, he he's he's always trying to get better. Like, they'll have two weeks to prepare for the Eagles, and you're, you're going to see stuff that you haven't seen all year. That's what, that's what makes them different. The first 15 plays that people talk about, you have a game, the first 15 is like the, the plays you, you, you make in where they right. haven't seen yet. He's the best at it. And so we had him on for about 20 minutes earlier today. He said he's, um, <laughs> he said he's much nicer to the players now. He goes, I was grumpy when I was oh, young. Oh, Andy was tough. My rookie year, he didn't speak to me. Why? He don't speak to rookies. That's his thing. You gotta prove me that, you know, we're gonna talk. He would talk to me like, hey, on this play you have this, you have that. But not the, the joking Andy Reid. Andy Reid's a, a jokester, a lot of jokes. My second year and third year, he was way different. I think the biggest difference from when I got with him in Philadelphia to when I got with the Chiefs was first of all, when I first met him, he had the black uh, uh, pony sneakers. Remember the old pony sneakers back in the day? Now when I go with the Chiefs, that's Air Force Ones. <laughs> he is the best coach of adapting. A lot of coaches, a lot of older coaches, they can't do it. No. So now with him like doing the the different dance moves, that's right, right. with the young kids listening right. to TikTok and Instagram, he's involved with that, and that makes you comfortable with your coach because he can really adapt. Uh, I was talking to Sean Payton yesterday just about the intelligence of Mahomes, and I and I said this: Smart dude. Mahomes does something that I've never seen a quarterback do to this level. Marino was really good, but Patrick will see an opening, and by the time he sees it. And the ball's out of his hand is less than a second. Yeah. And and it it, it but guys like I love Sam Darnold. The processing was slow. The delivery the was delivery. Everything with Patrick is see it ball out. And, and that was a throw in the end zone at the front of the end zone. That doesn't ninety nine percent of quarterbacks have ever played great ones. Yep. That's just a tick late. Um, I think he's getting better. Yes, he is. That's, yes, he is. But so the thing with with Mahomes, people understand is that like. He's just getting warmed up. He's still young. Kid. And he, he, he's still learning with the best coach, I think, in the NFL, especially the best offensive mind with Andy Reid. Yeah. And then the, you talked about, like, his talent. So some things, as a player, you can't teach. The best thing with Pat is he's smart, and he has stuff that you can't teach, like the delivery, like, the, like, like getting the ball out quick, seeing it, boom. Because the NFL, I mean, you know, like every second is, you know, that's, that's eternity well, for the NFL. Before he was a superstar, because uh, you played with him, um, I mean, like people talk about Aaron Rodgers when he sat for three years behind Favre, he developed into a star. Yeah. Like he wasn't yep. ready to play. Did you know first practice? Could you tell, oh boy, this is different? Yes. My, my first, and I like to credit myself for having good hands. My first pass, um, it was like a, he faked it to me. He rolled out to the right. And uh, I'm thinking, well, he's, there's no way he's throwing the ball to me. He's on the right side, I'm on the left side. There's no way. He throws a no look. And I like kind of drop it. And Andy Reid, like, smiles at me because he's thinking, you didn't even expect that. Um, and I think the, the, the first time I really realized how good he was, so I, I got there the year, he, he, so he had a crazy MVP year yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, And then next year he won a Super Bowl. Yeah. What, what blew me away was when I watched him on tape and at practice, I'm like, wow, he has so much room to get better. 
It's no, scary. No, P- Peter Schrager uh, sent me a piece of video years and years and years ago that, I mean, uh, again, Lamar Jackson won an early MVP, yeah. and yet some would argue he's regressed. Right. There are players that win awards and do things, and they don't. Correct. Joe Flacco. Yeah. After that MVP. So I'm not, not knocking Mahomes doing great stuff early, but remember, with Andy Reid, he made everybody win. Yeah. So, so yeah. It, it is interesting. I, I always like to ask players, when you get into a room in the first practice, I don't see a lot of ego with Mahomes either. Mm-hmm. Not even with him. See, and I got to give a lot of credit to Coach Reed. Coach Reed makes everybody check the ego at the door, right? Because, I mean, he, he drafts great players, and he, and he develops these players. So you got Travis Kelsey. You, are, you had Tyreek Hill, right? You got Patrick Mahomes. These guys are being developed. So I think a lot of the court, uh, coaches, and not coaches, but quarterbacks and other players, they get so much success early, and then that's it. How can you, how can oh, you coach no MVP? Oh, there's no question. Andy Reid is not that. No, no, you're going to get better. Well, there's a reason they call it dynasty. Yep. There's not many of them. There's a lot of people. There's, there's a lot of quarterbacks and a lot of players who have great one-off years. Yep. Like, like sustained success happens to a lot fewer players than you yeah. think. Some guys get the money. Some guys get hurt. Some... You know, we we've had these satisfied too. Just it just it's it's there are very few all time great anything's in any industry. Yeah, and um, it feels like to me Mahomes is just getting better. So Jalen Hurts is fascinating. <clears throat> he doesn't have the arm. He doesn't have this. Doesn't have that. But I said it earlier today. There's a Burrow quality to him. Okay. That I know if I pay him, I got a grown up. Yeah. Good parents, rock solid, work ethic, been doubted his whole life. And, and by the way. There have been guys that get the cash, you know them, yeah. and it's not the same. They are not I the same. <laughs> that, a big part of it is, I know if I give Jalen money, I'm good. Yeah, and you could tell he's a he's a he's a coach's son, right? And that that that, that means a lot just because the way he approaches the game, right? Like he's a hard worker. Everything you see, the things he says, that's who he is. So I think that he he has that that chip on the shoulder from being doubted. He's always good enough, but not good enough. You know, like he was good enough to go to Alabama, you know, be uh, the player of the year, office player of the year, but not good enough to stay starting and they bench you in a championship game. Linden, take me to an athlete's perception, though. He and Burrow both know yeah. that if they take the most money, you can't keep everybody. So this roster mm. in Philadelphia, yeah, yeah. dude, you, there's a lot of cash. A lot of guys making it. If you, if you, how would an athlete, if I was a GM and I went to you and you're the quarterback and okay. I said, listen, we love you. Yeah. But we want to keep coming back here. Are players offended by that? Because if I was Howie Roseman, I'd say, I love you, but I, I can't pay you Mahomes money. Right. I, I'll tell you this much. Uh, so I won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Then I, the next year, I went to the Bucks and won a championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we're stretching and talking, and, there were t- and uh, the players asked me about, about the Chiefs and Kelsey and, uh, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. we're having a conversation. And Brady says, I, This is when I knew that he was different talking about Patrick Mahomes. He said because the way that he structured his contract, that let me know that, okay, he doesn't really care about the money part. He cares about winning. Save enough money to big enough because he took a 10-year deal. I mean, that's he was right, doing right. it. But he did all that so he could pay players around him. That lets you know he wants to win. So a guy like Jalen Hurts, I could see him doing something similar because he's all about winning. And, you know, quarterbacks, they get all the endorsements. They get everything. So they're going to make money. But it's a fact of if I do take the big cash, how can I – have a team around me of course and I think that and I love Jalen Hurst but I I love it even better when I when I have him and all the guys the line offensive line the defensive guys that's what makes a dynasty that's what makes a big team 
So we, I think he'll take that that type of deal where he gets some money in his pocket, but also enough to have a good team around him. What's your gut feeling? Because you have loyalties to Andy Reid in Philadelphia. Uh oh. Uh-oh. I mean, what, what, if I just say to you, your gut feeling what the game will look like? Because I don't think I think Philadelphia's got better players. Wait, no, yeah, yeah, like almost the, every yeah, unit, every unit, maybe like four positions. You know, the D tackle. I mean, I like Chris the Jones. Chiefs' O line. It's not as good as Philly's. Nope, they're not. I loved Chris Jones and Frank Clark. It's not as good as I mean the way Hassan Reddick played. You're right. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Who wins? You ask me. I'm just saying, what is it going to look I, like? I think I just think that. Uh, if the Chiefs can somehow stop the run, which they did pretty well um, against the Bengals, but then our offense, we run the ball a lot different. You know, we're, we're the top running team in the league, and I think it's a lot to do with Jalen Hurts. If they can slow that run game down, then I think it would be a better game. I just think overall the Eagles have better players. But then on the other side, you do have Patrick Mahomes. Oh, and he's also been there. He's already been there. You can see Jalen being a little tight early. I could see it. I could see that. And also, I feel like this Chiefs team, are they're a little different. They've been the underdogs late in this playoffs, it feels like. And when have the Patrick Mahomes, MVP, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid be underdogs? So now I feel like they are approaching everything different. So I think it'll be a better game than what people think. You know, but if the Eagles can run the ball um, a certain way, they should win. But it's hard to go against Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes. It is. The, um... I won't bet on it. Tell you that much. I won't be betting on it. I'm going to enjoy the game, though. I'm going to enjoy the game. Yeah. The... Um... When you – it's first of all, it's a perfect game. It's Andy Reid against this old team. When, Andy Bowl. And I, and I always said this. Um, I've been really lucky. I've had great bosses. But I could get if Andy Reid – like if I was traded – I don't think fans ever get this. If I was traded by Fox to somebody and like they only got like a, you know, a little bit back, I'd be like kind of bitter. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of want to shove it. You know what I mean? Like I don't – fans <laughs> never talk about this. Like – you're, you're trading me for a third-round pick. So Andy gets fired by Philadelphia. Yeah. I'm not a big grudge holder, but, I mean, my takeaway is – I was Andy, mad about that. I would be too. Yeah, because like – Andy, if I'm Andy, it's going to be the best game plan I've ever had. Oh, and that's how he is. See, Andy shows the media one side. You probably know, he, you know, but he, he wants to win this game. Like, and he still probably feels that – I don't know, reject. Like, oh, of course. You, for all them years, because Philadelphia wasn't that good. They got Andy Reid, he turned the whole program oh, around. Yeah. Right? And he develops the players the best. You know, they they draft well, they develop their players, and he's a big part of that. So when they got rid of him, I couldn't understand why. All these holes, it ain't Andy Reid. So, but anyway. When you, when, you were, when you got moved, you didn't like it. When I got moved yeah. or when he got moved? No, you. Yeah, when I got moved, well, we had Chip Kelly. I mean, well, now that well, well, well. I mean, he didn't. You know, he was just he was just experimenting. You know, it was like when fantasy football started getting big. He was just putting, putting play, players here and there, trading them. You're a little bitter though. Uh, not not no more. I was though for a lot of different reasons. What people don't know. So like, I had so many different endorsement deals that I lost. When in, I went, in, oh, because you were the star. Yeah. So I mean, at the time, like four years running, I had like a top five jersey sale, right? You get the royalties, yeah. et cetera. So, but when I went to Buffalo, at the time, they weren't Buffalo, they are now. Right. Right? So there was no... Was there was Ryan no, Fitzpatrick, wasn't it? Who was your quarterback? Uh, um, who we have? We had Tyrod Taylor, but who was starting was uh, EJ Manuel at first. Oh, that wasn't great. Well, it, it was just young. I'll just say that it was nice young. Nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah. Wasn't great. But, nice guy. So, so when everything changed, like, man, and then I, I think about, like, I'm really tight with uh, Larry Fitzgerald. He's always been a Cardinal. So people would say that, well, not say, but I am the all-time leading uh, rusher in Philadelphia history. Yes, you are. In six years. I would blow. I would have blew that out the window if I'd have stayed there. And if you would look at the offense, the year at the Super Bowl that the Eagles won, 
our offense was probably better than that offense. It was the defense that, that we had that wasn't that good, where that defense was lights out. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. then he got rid of me, Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin. You got to act like, like trying to make that team the drafting guys. Yeah, we actually was drafted. So How about if you were in this offense for Philly? Oh! Yeah, it would, be, it would be fun. I would love to play with Miles Sanders. Yeah. Speed guy, yeah. really good. And all that the linemen. Uh, and I played with Kels. You know, so now he's like the OG, and he's what, Lane was there. He's the best center, arguably. Oh, when we first drafted him, I said, Coach Reed, man, this, this center's small. You think he can – man, we got in camp. He was lighting it up, hitting them tough, fast, getting out to the perimeter. All that pulling with the center. Kelsey started that type of stuff. People wasn't pulling these centers like that. Kelsey made it easy to, to do that. Yeah. And uh, so – but this that team I have now, I would love to play for this team I have now. The way that Nick Sirianni is like – Game planning and getting the guys on perimeter and having a quarterback that could create in a running game and a passing game, it would, it would be easy. It'd be easy. I mean, Kelsey's arguably the. I mean, I don't know all time centers. I don't have a list. He's, He's up there. The last ten years, probably the best. Also, Lane Johnson's probably the best right tackle. I played with Lane, and he was a baby. I'm like, you play quarterback. That's all, God. God is amazing the way he builds these players. He was a <laughs> he was a quarterback. And I watched his feet and how tough he was, and I said, this guy's going to be an all-pro in year two. You know, it's Lane, uh, the other day I heard him talk, and he's like, I'm not 100%. I was really worried about how I was going to play. And I'm like, <laughs> hurt. He's the best right tackle in football. That's how hurt. good he is. That's how good he is, Jason. He's a bad All boy. Right. Yeah, so you had uh, – I, I, I lose count of who was quarterback in the Bills. It, there, was this, there was this era of Tyrod – EJ, yeah. Fitzpatrick. Remember they signed Fitzpatrick to a big old deal at one point. They gave him a lot of lettuce. It, he had a really good September game. Yeah, he, the I weather mean, was good, and they're like, boom, we're paying you. Yeah, he's okay. I, I just think that the it's funny. When you go from an organization with Andy Reid, and you see how they do other things, other places, Yeah, you, you know, like like Andy develops the players and has a, a great staff. You know, we're gonna, we, we'll get these players. We're going to draft them. Even, like even the coaches – like, it's just a different type of, like, atmosphere, you know? And that's why I love Coach Reed, man, because he really showed me what a winning uh, franchise looks like. By the way, you were there You were there for Josh Allen's yes, rookie year. year. He was a little wild. Man, when I first seen Josh Allen play, I saw he's going to be great. That might take some time because, like – He wasn't accurate. You, you see how games – so even now, he gets crazy with the ball oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But he was even more like that as a rookie. But, like I talked about earlier, you can't coach some things. God just gave it to him. His strength, his size, his, his competitive nature – his, his arm strength. And he, he, I mean, I guess he wasn't as accurate as a rookie, but you've seen it. I'm going to say two, three years, this dude's going to be probably the top top three quarterback in the league. You, and that's true. One college scholarship offer. Is that crazy? Yeah, I always mess with him about that. Like, Wyoming? That's another thing. You go to Wyoming, how much are you getting taught how to be a, a, a good quarterback? That's why Brian Dayball, I, I love him so much because when I see them guys working together, I said, wow, he's going to develop him into be an outstanding quarterback. And he was. And yeah, Brian he was. left, and he didn't have as good a year. All That's right. true. That is true. Shady, it's great seeing you. I'm happy you didn't ask me who's going to win the game. I appreciate that. I didn't know. No, I said, what's it going to look like? Yeah, I know. I know. I appreciate that. All right. Um, J-Mac with the news. Wait, why you didn't get no – the Eagle – He did. It was Seahawks. Come on, Seahawks. How do you dodge the question, Shady? He didn't ask I don't like to ask people early. He didn't ask me that. I didn't – no, I don't. I'm asking. They teach you on Fox to listen to the question. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they do here? That's okay. what they teach me. They you develop well, too. something? All right. Cool. Yeah, they teach me, man. Right. So who you got? 
Well, now you, so now you're asking me the question? I am asking I you. I got to think about it. We'll get the most time. Oh, I, come God. on now. The show right after us. He'll Speak. give you the answer. Yeah. How's that? Right. We, we or the show that. after this show after also, us. Also, by <laughs> the way, Shady McCoy is going to play in the basketball game at the Super Bowl. Oh, nobody cares. I'm trying to get Cowherd. <laughs> Listen. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna average about twenty points. Yeah, and and he I'm, said I'm, he can dunk right now. Yeah, I heard I heard you can't go left. Definitely you heard. Ooh. I guess we gotta find out. Yeah, your game. It's gonna find Mid-ra- out, baby. Mid range jumper, okay, can't hit a three. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific. Attention, all wrestling aficionados! Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Jay Mac News. Oh, my goodness. All right, uh, let's get to the Brothers Kelsey Calvert. This is the third line news. Uh, Ten years ago, we had the Brothers Harbaugh in Super Bowl 47. Kelsey's will be the first to do it as players. Kelsey brothers have already won a Super Bowl, putting together Hall of Fame caliber resumes. Uh, Who would you rather have on your team? Jason Kelsey, the great center, or Travis, the... Well, it's the best best center I recall. I don't have a list of centers. He's the best tight end. I think Travis is the best tight end I've ever seen. I think... Ever? uh, I think... Gronk? I think... Tony Gonzalez? They're all great. He's probably the best I've ever seen. Again, it's it's weird because he has Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So it's... um, I think Travis Kelsey... That game a couple weeks ago, didn't he have like 14 catches? Well, Travis Travis Kelsey... um, 
Well, Matt, it has a good matchup against Eagles linebackers, but Jason Kelsey versus Chris Jones is appointment viewing in the trenches. Yeah. That's, I mean, Chris Jones. I like when I like when the Eagles like have a third and one or a fourth and one, and they get behind Kelsey, and they give you the aerial view of it. Oh yeah, he will move multiple three hundred pound men. Not like not like his guy. He'll move multiple men. Yeah. He's Jason Kelsey is in an insane all time talent. Uh, next up, you know Bill Belichick. It's weird we haven't really talked about him lately. No, he's not um, in the playoffs. Uh, that's probably a reason. He hasn't won a playoff game get without to Brady. So um, they they had the decision not to hire an offensive coordinator last season. Um, Albert Breer is now saying, here's what the role that Belichick played in the offense last season. My understanding is Belichick was active on the headsets on game day, having the sort of oversight over the offense that he traditionally had over the defense and moonlighting as play caller at points, which is why at times calls were late going in and the offense could look messy from an operational Well, standpoint. you saw how frustrated Mac Jones was, visibly upset. So, I mean, I, I I think there was a lot of miscommunication and tension in the building. You know, I always say, you know a couple's in trouble when they fight publicly. When Mac Jones is screaming at coaches publicly, well, then what's he, what's he doing in the locker room? What's, what's he doing at practice? So, listen, I know these guys know way more than us. But I don't think any reasonable person thought Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator was smart. And we, listen, I don't know one one million as much football as Bill Belichick. But you're, you're a little tone deaf on what's happening in the league if you think Joe Judge and Matt Patricia are going to take you to another level in a division with Mike McDaniel and now Josh Allen. Yeah. You know, I mean... Or Josh Allen now Mike McDaniel. I mean, it's it's just you're you're not you're not paying attention to what's happening in the league. And now you got to worry about Nathaniel Hackett and Zach Wilson in New York. And no, you got to worry about that. Not really not at all. <laughs> Final story: Forty Nine er defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryan's completed his second interview with the Texans today. How about this? Considered the favorite for the job, Colin. Turned down Denver. So that's Dan Quinn said no. Jim Harbaugh said no. Wow. D'Amico Ryan said no. And wow. I think we would both agree Sean Payton probably not going to go to Denver. Um, very, very weird. Denver's ownership, like, I don't know how you get splashy when you've been rejected by four. And what does it say that every coach is like, oh, Russell Wilson's there. Yeah, that's a no-go for me. I mean, think about this. They have good outside weapons offensively, a star running back, a really good left tackle, an excellent defense, and nobody wants the job. It, the it, Houston Texans. This are, has to be an overreaction to Russell Wilson's bad year, right? You and I agree with that. You and I think that. Just say it out loud. Star running back. Left tackle. Excellent weapon. Solid tight ends. Great defense. Not interested. Look at the jobs that are open. Yeah. It's tire fires all through the sport. I mean, Arizona's not a good job. Oh, Houston's it's a mess. not a good job. Do you think somebody tried to text me that um, David Shaw from Stanford could be a Hail Mary last ditch effort? Well, he, I, 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 I just don't see it. I, I don't know what they do at this point. I have no clue where they're going to go. It's I mean, listen, they, they lack cap flexibility. Okay, that's duh. You could figure that out going online. But I, I do think, um, I mean, they have new owners, so they're paying to the market or above the market. It's very rare when a job has a lot of elite players and is paying above market average and multiple people say no. Wow. Not great.
J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We're going to the Super Bowl. Take a look at our amazing set that's being built in Arizona. We'll be there next Thursday and Friday right outside State Farm Stadium. We'll have great guests getting ready for the Eagles and the Chiefs. Next week, right here on The Herd. What's the date today? I never January 31st. So it's the last day of January. Correct. All right. Good month for us. I'm just seeing some. How death. good? Very good. Oh, yeah. Start the year slam dunk wireless savings. Consumercellular.com slash the herd. Promo code the herd. So Andy Reid stopped by earlier today. 
it is, um, I, you know, I think about this from time to time. Like Patrick Mahomes is obviously talented, but he was not a winning quarterback in college. He didn't start as a rookie. Uh, you know, then he comes out and blows everything away. But we all know this is true. Coaching matters a lot. Daniel Jones bust Daniel Jones playoffs with a coach. Justin Herbert's best year, his rookie year. Well, he's better now, right? But the numbers aren't as good. They had to fire an OC. Uh, they had to fire initially Anthony Lynn, now the offensive coordinator. So, um, you know, watching Mahomes this weekend, I literally think he's gotten better. Um, I, I thought it was as impressive as I've ever seen him when you contextualize the leg, no run game, the defense, missing multiple starting receivers. I thought it would, was about as, as good as I've ever seen him play. And it's interesting because, remember the week before, he got injured and everybody's freaking out and he's yelling at Andy Reid on the sideline, wants to be go back in, and Andy Reid's like, no, and Chad Henney eventually uh, you know, came in for however long he came in. And Andy Reid talked about that exchange. He was mindset the, that I'm going back in and I'm fine and I don't need an x-ray and all this. And I said, well, uh, yeah, you're going to go back in, but you're going to get an x-ray first. And, and uh, he didn't like that, but he did it. And uh, what was coincidental was, uh, and I didn't see this till later, but he ran up the ramp to get the x-ray. I mean, that's how, that's how his mad he was and how much <laughs> adrenaline he had going through him. And uh, I go, this kid, is, he's, he, he is uh, crazy that way, but a good crazy. And not all these quarterbacks, Josh Allen was not very good, was great. I thought this year regressed. Lamar Jackson, wow. Many believe he's regressed. Justin Herbert, great rookie year. Many believe slight regression. Mahomes, great. Now, his numbers, I think, didn't he have, like, when he was MVP, like 50 touchdown passes or something. But you think to yourself, when guys are great early, this is what they are. It's just not Kyler Murray, by the way. I thought was unbelievable first couple years. He has regressed. So there's no guarantee just because a guy is great or has a great year, there's no guarantee these guys are great every year. It's not the way it works. Joe Flacco had one great playoff run. I bought into Colin Kaepernick for about a year. I thought he was unbelievable. He's running past Green Bay and the Packers couldn't chase, chase him down. But I think Mahomes, whereas Allen and Lamar Jackson, you could argue, have pulled back a little bit. I'm not sure. I think Mahomes is getting better. Like, I, I thought that performance was just wow stuff. And uh, Andy summed up why Patrick is, is um, you know, one of the greatest of all time. Probably a little bit like comparing fighter pilots. Um, some guys see a little bit better than others. They all see well, but some see better than others. And Patrick's able to, you know, you teach young kids. You keep your eyes down the field as, as you move. Well, when Patrick moves, he naturally does that. And then he has accuracy and strength velocity on the ball at the same time and so that 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 makes him a little bit different than than a lot of quarterbacks you hear the great ones saying that he's he's a great one and and that's uh quite a compliment to him and now you add this whole thing in with the with the ankle and the stuff that he's pushing through mentally is is special some guys are a slow build eli manning was a slow build uh brady was a slow build uh i think drew Brees was a slow build uh, Lamar was unbelievable our first glimpse 
and then it feels like there's a pullback. Josh Allen struggled. Unbelievable. Feels like a pullback. Mahomes was unbelievable, and uh, I think he's getting better. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's um, you Pretty know, much stayed that way. Well, yeah. it's also, he's handled fame well. He's handled money well. Um, a lot of it for... I mean, would you have handled money great at 25 years old? Um, I probably wouldn't. So, I, I think he's one of those guys, though, that... Um, and, and, and he's got a resilience. Him losing a lot in college probably was great because he hated that feeling. Because now he's winning a lot. But there's, um, I just, after that fumble this weekend, watching him go down to his teammates on the bench, and he's like verbalizing, come on, guys, we're good. Don't worry about it. Get it back. Because that was, that was a weird play. It kind of felt like Kansas City's controlling it. Then they fumbled, and you're like, okay, this is the moment. This is the Bengals' big break in the game. And uh, he actually said, as he was wrestling for the ball, he got tweaked again. He probably should have just given that one up. <laughs> yeah, did you see his arm, the way it was oh, stuck know. under? I think it was Hubbard or one yeah. of the defense. Could have easily been broken right there. That's scary. Stick his arm out there. Oh, Mahomes. What Has the line moved you? at all? Uh, I think it's down to one and a half. Philadelphia favored by one Chiefs. and a half. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Chiefs are taking some money to bring it back from two and a half. I don't know. My initial, my gut. It's a coin toss. Let's be realistic. It is a coin toss. Nobody knows exactly who's going to Jalen Hurts can't play like that. He's got to be better. He, he will be better. He's not going against the 49ers defense. <laughs> Chiefs yeah. defense is good, but it's not San Fran. All right. Good stuff. Nick Wright, Andy Reid, Shady McCoy, all-star show on a Tuesday. And J-Max got the logo to prove it. We'll see you tomorrow live in Los Angeles. It's the Hurt. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.